Direct, Direct from, from Nashville, Nashville Tennessee, Tennessee, this is, this is live, live from Nashville. From Nashville. Came in town with a pocket full of songs I made the rounds, but I didn't last long Now I'm out on this highway with a bone-cold chill Somewhere north of Nashville I lie awake in the middle of the night Making a list of things that I didn't do right with you at the top of the long page field Here's somewhere north of Nashville For the deal I made, the price was strong I traded you for this song we woke each morning with hearts filled Bluebird love on the windowsill Now the heart's unsteady and the night is still All I got is this melody and time to kill Here's somewhere north of Nashville Here's somewhere north of It's somewhere north of Nashville. Well, that's the boss, Bruce Springsteen. The song is Somewhere North of Nashville. And I've always thought that that was kind of Goodlettsville, Tennessee, if you're kind of somewhere north of Nashville. But uh, you have to be familiar with Nashville to be aware of that. From Nashville, Tennessee, I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me is my beautiful wife and co-host of the show, Mary Kay. Hey, Mary Kay. Hello. How are you, honey? I'm doing pretty stinking good. What do you think about the second show of Live from Nashville today? I am so excited because we have um, we have some of our very favorite artists on this show today. And, you know, listening to their music, getting ready for the show, it's been so fun to hear our house filled with with their music. Well, not only today do we have uh, some great artists that live here in Nashville, but also some very good friends of ours. And the first guy that we've got joining us is no stranger to folks that are in Nashville or across the United States. But that's Mr. Bobby Marquez, and we're going to have a great time visiting with Bobby. And then in the second segment of the show, we're going to be talking with the Renfries, Andy and Ren. So put on your seatbelts and buckle up, because we're going to have a great time today on Live from Nashville. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with Bobby Marquez. Honky tonk, don't take me in and tear me up. But don't leave me to my loneliness Don't lead me on with lies Don't you fill me full of hope Then fool me in the end Honky tonk Don't you break my heart again You always have a 
bar stool for me to set my troubles down. Trouble always finds me looking for a light. Sometimes I've got to wonder if you really are my friend. Honk your tongue, don't you break my heart again. Honk your tongue, don't take me in and tear me up tonight. But don't leave me to my loneliness, don't leave me on with lies. Don't you fill me full of hope, then fool me in the end. Honk your tongue, don't you break my heart again. something that would, you know, pertain to, 
my vocal and everything. And uh, and then, you know, me and Steve got together. Steve, had, he, he came to me, so I've got this idea. <laughs> and I was like, this is a cool idea. It was kind of a different twist, you know. And uh, yeah. uh, we ended up writing it and everything and then ended up going to the studio and recording it and putting it on my second album. So, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. I, I really love this song. Now, well, it's a great way to start text. the show, I'm going to tell you. Great yeah. way to start the show. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with two Texas people. I mean, my wife was born near Austin. Bobby, where were you born? I was actually born uh, in a little – well, I, I was actually born in Alice, Texas, which is uh, close to Corpus Christi, Texas. And then I grew up in a little okay. town about 45 miles from where I was born in a little town called Freer, Texas. And uh, Freer, Texas, is uh, it's very small. It's, you know, about 3,000 people. Uh, it's just – I mean, it's like if you, you – <laughs> you'll miss my little town if you if you miss the stoplight. I mean, that, that's how small it is, you know. <laughs> and uh, – but it's known uh, we're known down there for for hunting, you know, for for hunting deer because we get a lot of the big stars like uh, Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood bought a new place right there in my little hometown. They bought a ranch, and they go wow. hunting down there a lot. George Strait goes down wow. there a lot. He go, he does a lot of hunting. Uh, all the Dallas Cowboys, you know, if you, if you remember like uh, Bob Lilly and Randy White and all them back in the day, they went down there and did yeah. a lot of uh, hunting down in my hometown. And uh, of course, the other thing is is rattlesnakes. There's there's a we have a big rattlesnake <laughs> roundup down there like every year where those it's it's crazy because it's like they have this big old giant pit. I mean, huge. Yep. And all they do yep. is everybody catches a bunch of snakes during the year and they bring them in there and you know and, and they get paid money for it for bringing them in there. And then uh, they have the rattlesnake handlers like they'll do shows you know like tricks with the snakes. Which is kind of you know, it's kind of scary. <laughs> but but then they'll they'll kill some of the snakes and they'll make boots and and uh, you know belts and and all kinds of stuff. It's really crazy. Well, it's pretty neat. I you know I, I you guys I lived in El Paso for about four years, so I oh, got wow. a, I got a little Texas connection out there. But I, if I'm not mistaken, I passed some town that was having a rattlesnake roundup. That might have been your little hometown. Where is what part of you Texas know, is it? Uh, that's South Texas, uh, uh, south of San Antonio. Now there's two, there's two big ones in uh, in Texas and uh, in my hometown in Freer. That's that rattlesnake roundup is actually they, they say it's the biggest in the world. And then the second wow. biggest is in Sweetwater, Texas. They have a rattlesnake roundup in Sweetwater. It's supposed to be the second largest in the world. Uh, okay. But yeah, they have two big ones down there in Texas, and it, it's crazy. It's just insane. <laughs> I wow. well, it tastes like chicken. If you know when you eat rattlesnake, it tastes like oh chicken. Oh my I gosh! Think, so. You know that that's the other delicacy, uh, Gary and Mary Kay is uh they'll have uh you could eat you could eat rattlesnake, and I'm like no, I I never <laughs> did. And I'm like I'm not doing it. No way. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, we won't forget this interview anytime soon. I'll just be thinking of rattlesnake roundup. Oh, uh, gosh. Mary Kay, have you ever had rattlesnake? You know, I've seen rattlesnake uh, on the trail, but no, I've not. No? Okay. Well, I guess you got to yeah. be a Tennessean and eat rattlesnake. I don't know. I expect they eat plenty of rattlesnake at those roundups. But uh, no you know, kidding. If you ever go to Nashville, I mean, if you're ever here in Nashville and you go to a place in downtown Nashville, it's a Brazilian, uh, what do they call it, Brazilian steakhouse where they, you know, they, they – they cut the meat off one of those uh, those little uh, 
rotisserie things, you know, and you can get all kinds of pork yeah. right, things. Right. If you go there, they have rattlesnake sausage. Oh and wow! I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna taste it, and, Jen, and my wife Jennifer said she goes, let's let's get a piece and let's just taste it, and she loved it, and and she said just taste it, and I just barely, and I just could, I tasted it, but I couldn't <laughs> like the texture. I was like, uh, I just can't do this. No way. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, we're talking about talking about Jennifer. You're you you married a beautiful beautiful woman. You're kind of like me, Bobby. You married up. And, we married uh, up, didn't we? You know, we sure did. We sure did. But but there's a song that we're going to get to right now called "Complicated Woman." Was this written based on anything about Jennifer? So so here's the story. So it's it, it's really funny. So I I didn't write the song. Uh, it was actually written okay. by my producer uh, my producer Gerald Smith, who wrote uh, he wrote the. Uh, uh, just look at me for George Strait. He wrote uh, uh, the Lauren Morgan song. Um, what part of No Don't You Understand? Uh, he wrote a bunch of songs. He had a, he had uh, a couple songs for Colin Ray and all these. Anyway, he uh, he wrote this song with a guy named Buddy Owen. Who Buddy Owen? Uh, he's a real big artist now in Canada. He's he's like selling gold records now over there. He's really doing fantastic. But uh, I was looking for a slow swing song at the time. You know that there was just kind of a slow. Texas kind of swing, and he says, I've got this song for you that me and Buddy wrote, you know, you need to listen to it. And so I listened to it, and I go, man, that's me. It fits my vocal, fits everything. <laughs> so we went into the studio and recorded it. Well, after I recorded the album, you know, a, a couple years later, uh, uh, if you remember the show uh, Larry's Country Diner, uh, oh, yeah. I was asked to sing that. I was asked to sing that live on Larry's Country Diner. And uh, after that show, after I did it, they go, was that song about your wife? And I'm like, why you know <laughs> and so i started making the joke like everywhere i went i'm like oh this is a song about my wife you know just making the joke of it you know and everybody would always uh, laugh and stuff like that so i always made you know the kind of the, the correlation between the two and stuff and uh but no it, it it was it wasn't a song that was written about my wife but i just thought it was always funny because every time i went somewhere i would always say that and everybody start laughing you know i always bring up a joke you know great song let's take a listen to that and then we'll come back and talk more with bobby marquez today on live from nashville she's a small holy gal admit it but show me a woman She'll buy a dress, take it back, and then buy it again the next day. It ain't easy being simple with a complicated woman, but I wouldn't have it any other way. She takes half the morning to paint her face and fix her hair. By the time she's ready, it's too late to go anywhere. She'll get mad for something I said or something I didn't say. It ain't easy being simple with a complicated woman, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I complain all the 
time about the silly things she does. But the bottom line is I don't mind enough to give her up. But I'm a simple man with simple dreams. I like the simple life and simple things. But it ain't easy being simple with a complicated woman. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Complicated woman. I may like claim to that song too, Bobby. From Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> did you like did you like the ending there? The little little Sinatra. I do. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do. I love that. Hey, we were talking uh, a little bit before the show started. You've got a lot of touring this year lined up, don't you? Yeah, you know, this year, gosh, I I mean it's 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 crazy. Uh, you know, right before COVID hit you know, uh, it was probably going to be one of my best years going into 2020, you know, before, uh, before COVID hit and COVID hit, of course, wiped out all my shows and we weren't able to do a lot of stuff. And then last year it started to pick up a little bit more. And then this year it's like, all of a sudden it's like gigs are coming everywhere. And, uh, I'm actually heading out to, uh, the Texas, uh, into Texas, uh, to do the Phantom Stock Show Rodeo. Uh, we're going to be doing some TV appearances, uh, on the Penny Gilly show and RP TV and, uh, some wow. stuff here in, in Nashville, uh, doing some interviews. And then uh, we're going to head to, uh, uh, we got Colorado coming up, Durango, Colorado, doing some shows out there. Uh, Wyoming, I'm, I'm excited about Wyoming because I've always wanted to play Cheyenne Frontier Days. And uh, I've been trying to get in for a long, long time. And finally, That's this awesome. year, we finally yeah. got in. So we're going to be heading over to do that this year. And I'm so excited and, and just can't wait. And, uh, you know, of course, we're going to be heading back to Branson. I'll be doing some more uh, casinos in Oklahoma, and it's starting to get crazy. You know, it's starting to get wow. kind of crazy. So, Bobby, when oh, you're and then the I'm going to do a have... show for the first time. I'm actually going to do a show in uh, in uh, Gale, Texas. Uh, uh, I'm going to be the opening act for Exile and uh, Ronnie McDowell over there in Tech in Texas. In wow, Exile! Wow. Cool. Yeah, so we're excited about that. You know, so when is that one, Bobby? When you that's actually going to be in October. Uh, okay. I'm not sure exactly. And then we're going to be doing the Cowboy Way Festival, which, uh, you know, my song, The Cowboy Way, is the theme song for their festival. So we're going to be heading out there to do right. that during that time, too. And uh, just all kinds of stuff going on, you know. And uh, I'm trying to songwrite as much as I can uh, because we want to start working on a new album this year to try and get some more stuff, you know. So uh, so there, there's a lot of good things, you know, in the works for this year. And 
and you know I'm excited. That is so cool. Go ahead, Mary Kay. I started. started I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> it's okay. It's just kind of a musician question. So, Bobby, when you are doing these shows, um, do you bring a band with you, or do you do? You, are you a solo act? You know, um, are you playing? Yeah. So this year, this year's kind of it's kind of weird. This year's kind of weird, Mary Kay, because it's like a. Uh, well, actually, the past couple of years, you know, I've been doing a lot of acoustic shows as well, too. So I've been yeah. mixing all that in with, with full band shows, uh, acoustic shows. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of a, a mixture between here. But some of the bigger shows that I'm going to be doing, I'm going to have a full band. And, uh, yeah. you know, I don't I don't have a, a, a permanent band that I use anymore. So when I go to Texas, I have a band over there that I always use. Uh, yeah. I have a band uh, – in Colorado that I always use with some, with some different guys. And, uh, wow, so, great idea. you know, they always say, they all, it's like everybody always says, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you meet new people and you're on the road and stuff, you know, especially with different musicians, you know, you always make that friendship because you never know when you might need the other yeah. musicians, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard you do your acoustic shows. I bet with a band, it's fabulous. Um, but I've also Y'all are going to have to come to one of my shows, shows because, because I'm telling you, when I have a full band with the fiddle, the steel guitar, everything with, oh, with what yeah. I do, it's it's a it's a huge production type thing. And, Magic, you know, yeah. It, it's it's really really cool, and I love it because, you know, I like hearing everything, every instrument. I, I'm one of those guys that uh, I like the song, but I like to hear when I'm on stage. I like to hear the musicians play when they're really getting after it, and I just really get a kick out of that. You know, when I'm on stage, and uh, I because I grew up during the uh, you know, I, I I listened a lot to like Ernest Tubb, you know, and the Texas Troubadours, and I always loved that musicianship, yeah. just to sit back after I sing and just listen to them on a solo. You know, I love that. It and it's so fun to hear those musicians just shine. But I was going to oh, say God, that yes. I, you know, you and I did um, the Bluebird together. It was an acoustic set, and you are every bit as good acoustic as well. Your songs just really oh, shine well, through. I, I appreciate that. So. You're you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I love it too. I do. Uh, so we should that was a great show, wasn't it? That next. was a fantastic show. Oh my gosh, it was so. It was you know, it was one of the best best experiences of my music career, actually. So we need but, we need know, to do that again got, this year. Oh man, we need to do, we need to make that happen. Um, we've got a really great song set up for the next song and it's not one that I'd heard before but I've fallen in love with it because you do a duet with one of my very favorite Vincent and so we're going to be playing for a while so let's go into that song and we can talk about it when we come back okay sounds good right, here we go for a while Bobby Marquez and Rhonda Vincent You were here for a while Sharing your kiss and your smile You could calm my heart with just one touch 
That's one reason I love you so much If I knew then What I know now My pride would not keep me From the love we found For a while You were here for a while It felt so real But there's no one on earth Who could love me And there's no one who Could adore me Like you did For a while You were here For a while Feeling your arms around me Drove me In your eyes made me love you even more It almost felt like we had opened heaven's door Now I regret we let each other go There's no one who could save my soul for a while so real, but there's no one on earth who could love me, and there's no one who could adore me like you did. song because I was looking for a duet to do on my album and I had written this song 
gosh, it was back one of the first songs when I moved to Nashville, you know, around, around 98, 99, uh, was when I wrote this song. And I wrote it with, uh, with a female singer who's a, who was an outstanding singer named Memory Joe. But now if you're, if, if, and you probably know who her dad is, her dad was the great Jerry Cupid who produced, uh, uh, Ken, Ken Mellon's uh, his records, uh, Kevin Sharp, uh, and he he also produced some stuff on Tim McGraw and George Jones. Uh, well, that was his daughter. And back in back in the day, you know, I was just trying to to find any way that I can just to 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 get some songs, write some songs, and get into some studios and start singing some stuff. And uh, she had come, uh, she had called me actually, and she said, "Hey, I've got this this uh, this idea." And I said, "Well, I've got this idea too." You know, I said, let's get together. And so we got together and we ended up writing this song. And it was almost like a, when you write, it was almost kind of like my idea and her idea, it just meshed and it just all came together. And then she was telling me at the time, this was back, you know, back, like I said, back in the day, she was like, this song would be a great song for a duet. And I go, no, 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 no. I I don't think this is a duet. And she goes, no, Bobby, I think it would be a great duet. And I go, no, I got to disagree with you. I don't I don't hear a duet on this, and so we we left it at that. Well, she ended up calling me. She said, "Hey, my dad is doing some stuff with Tim McGraw, and he wants to know if you know if this song that we wrote, you know, if it's available for them to, uh, you know, to uh, put on hold, you know." And I said, "Wow!" Sure. So Tim McGraw and Faith Hill they had it on hold for gosh, I mean, it was for a very long time. It was for almost like a year and a half. They had that song. And they kept saying they were going to record it, going to record it, going to record it. Never, they never recorded it, never. So I was actually able to get that song back. So when I came out with this last album, uh, my wife kept telling me, she said, you know, you need to do a duet with somebody on this album. And, uh, you know, who do you, who do you know that you think you could do it with? Well, I went through everybody that I could, and I kept thinking, you know, I don't know. I don't know because I don't have a song, you know, and I don't want to do a copy song. I want to do something that, that I wrote. Well, right. that thought went back into my head of what memory had said, hey, this song could be a duet. So I said, well, I got a song, you know, let me play it to you. And so I played it to my wife. And I said, what do you think about this song being a duet? And she heard back and she goes, oh, my God, that's Rhonda Vincent. And I go, wow, what, what do you mean? She could hear it. And she said, I think you need to call Rhonda Vincent. And I said, well, you know, I don't have I don't have a way of getting. She goes, well, no, I've got her personal cell phone number because. I talk to her all the time, and I go, oh, okay. <laughs> so she called Rhonda. You know, she called Rhonda, and, uh, you know, and at that point, me and Rhonda, we were just acquaintances. You know, we just say hi and bye. She was more friends with Jennifer. And so right. she calls Rhonda, and Rhonda says, well, tell Bobby to send, you know, to, to send me the, the demo or whatever, and I'll listen to it, you know, and uh, and I'll let, I'll, if, if I like it, I'll do it. So we send her the, the, the demo. She calls back that night, and she says, I love the song. Count me in. But here was the uh, only here was the only thing we had set up our sessions to do all these recordings right in a, in a, in, a, in a week. Well, that whole week she was on tour. She couldn't get oh, out wow. to do the recording. I'm going, oh no, this is a disaster. This is this is not going to happen. So then she calls me back. She says, Bobby, I've got a way to do this. She goes. I have like a three or four hour window where I'm going to be going back to Missouri to, to my, my home in Missouri. And I've got a studio there and I'm going to call my engineer and maybe we can lay down some tracks here and then I'll send it to you and, and see what you think. And I'm, and I'm thinking, well, that'd be great. But the thing is, 
the feel's not going to be there because we're not live in the studio singing together. You know what I'm saying? So that was yeah, another yeah. thing that was going to bother me. I was like, oh, no, this is not going to work well. Well, anyway, she sent all the tracks to us, and and then I put my vocal on there, and all of a sudden it was just like this magic. It was just like it was meant to be, and this magic just came between me and her vocal. And I was like, they said, come and listen to it and see after I you know, sang my part on it. And I listened to it, and I go, oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is like magic, you know? And the song, you know, the song just had that it had that feeling, and it was just one of those. It's just it 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 was a different thing for me because vocally I was trying to find something that would stretch my vocal, you know, not not singing the normal range that I always sing it. I wanted to really belt it, belt gotcha. the song out. Gotcha. And this was one of those songs that I was able to do that to to where people can kind of go. Hey, we're hearing a little bit of different vocals here from Bobby from what we normally hear, you know. And so I think this song did that. And you know, uh you know, we did we didn't think of what, you know, what was going to happen with the song, but uh you know, after we recorded it, it won the uh the CMA of Texas, it was CMA of Texas Song of the Year, and it was also the Academy wow. Western Artist Duet of the Year. And uh wow. and then we ended up getting which was really crazy, we ended up getting the the, you know, the Grammy nomination on it. Uh, and it was just, it was the craziest thing. And then all of a sudden we had all that good news, all the good news was going on. And then I got a, I got a phone call, uh, from memory, my co-writer that she had passed. She was, uh, she was, uh, she was facing, uh, ovarian cancer and, uh, for the, like, I think five years or so. And the cancer came back and, um, you know, and it uh, took her life, and uh, so. But she got to see all this happen before she passed. You know, I got to talk to her on the phone, and she was like, "Oh my God, this is great." You know, but you know, it was just one of those things. It was just, it was meant to be. It was just a song that was just yeah. meant to be, and yeah. you know, and uh, but. Uh, well, she could hear it back then when you guys wrote the song, and uh, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to wait until the right time, and this was the right time. With the right partner. Isn't it, isn't it crazy how the music business, I mean, even with songs, it's all about timing and, and the right time, you know, and you just have to That's find right. those right times and timing. And, and sometimes, you know, stuff just misses and it's just not meant to be. And it's just, you know, but some stuff when you, when it marries together, you just go, wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and this, I think this was one of those songs that just had that, you know, just had that magic. Oh, gosh. Well, it was great. It was great. Well, I want to get to one other song real quickly, and and our time is kind of getting away from us. But uh, I think you had mentioned that you're doing a video a little bit later on this song. This is one called Speak Love. Tell us about that. Oh, so Speak Love. Speak Love was uh, Speak Love is a song that uh, me and the great Karen Staley wrote. Karen Staley's written tons of songs. I mean. She wrote Take Me As I Am for Faith Hill, Keeper of the Stars for Tracy Bird. I mean, she was a great songwriter, a great lyricist. I mean, and she was one of the first people when I moved to Nashville. She was one of the, the first hit songwriters I ever got to write with. And we've been friends ever since, writing all kinds of songs together. Well, if you remember when, when COVID hit, um, it was kind of a weird stuff was going on. And it just seemed like the air, the whole world was changing. And we had all this for friends were being were, were friends like for 50 years and they were ending relationships on Facebook and people were yelling at each other yeah. on Facebook, any relationships. And, and I'm like, what is going on? 
it was just like the, the craziest time. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, God, you know, this is just crazy. Well, it was just the weirdest thing. One night I opened up my Bible and I was, I was reading the Bible. And when I opened it up, it was on, it was in the, uh, I think, I believe it was, uh, Philippians, I believe is where it was. And I was reading it and it said that, you know, the greatest gift that God could ever give us was love. And I, and I, and all of a sudden it just went into my head. I'm going, God, if we just spoke a little bit more love, this whole world would just be a better place. Wow. And wow. when I took that idea to Karen, Karen goes, we got to do this. We have to write this song. And, uh, you know, we end up writing it. And uh, I tell you what, Gary, it's this, this song, I've had a lot of songs that I've written over the years and I performed and everything. And uh, this is probably the, besides the cowboy wave, this is probably on top of that where we've done some, a lot of shows live and I've just done it with just me and my acoustic guitar and, it's getting it's just getting a lot of great reviews and standing ovations at shows and I've 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 never had that in my entire life, you know. Well, well, it's and, it's, it's a great song. You did it in Albuquerque and people out there loved it. They absolutely loved it. And uh, let's take a listen to it for our worldwide audience that's listening to live from Nashville for the first time. Our very special guest is Mr. Bobby Marquez. And the song is Speak Love. Your words have the power of life and death. Those you say out loud and under your breath. They can lift one up or cut one down. Be a joyful noise or an ugly sound whether you whisper or you shout every time you open your mouth think of a load of love and speak love angry words can burn like flaming coals destroying dreams and consuming souls there are times when knife cuts so far through, no amount of I'm sorry can undo. So no matter how you feel, you can choose to hurt or heal. Think of the Lord of us and speak love. You can curse or find a way. Bless the blessless every day. Made think harsh things, no doubt. 
charge of what comes out. If you want to practice what you preach, your fruit is what you speak. So think of your Lord above and speak love. So be thankful for your Lord above and speak love. Your words have the power of life and death. Those you say out loud and under your breath. Wow, wow, wow. Beautiful, beautiful song from our very special guest today, Mr. Bobby Marquez. And that is Speak Love. Bobby, we have so enjoyed having you on the show today. Yes, oh, thank have. you guys so much for having me. Gosh, this is, this is so much fun, I'm telling you. It's always a great time to visit with you guys. Well, you're a great artist, but you're a good friend, and we appreciate that very much. So and for I the folks that, that are listening that around the world, how can they reach you? How can they find your website and your social media? Yeah, they can go to uh, www.bobbybobbymarquez.com. And I also do a lot of stuff on Facebook. They can go to uh, www.facebook.com slash Bobby Marquez Music. Well, you are great. We look forward to seeing you and Jennifer soon. And uh, and I think we've got to get together and go out and eat again before long. So let's I believe we need to. Absolutely. I think so. I think so. Maybe Hermitage Steakhouse sounds good to there me you right go. now. So. Oh, that sounds All good. Right. All right. Bobby, thank you so very much. We appreciate you, my friend. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Mary Kay. Thank you, Bobby. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. We'll be visiting with the Renfries, but right now let's take a listen to one of their songs. It's called Sisters and a Gun. We'll be right back on Live from Nashville. Only 
and she is a little bit on the animated side, I think. Kind of like the Energizer Bunny. I'm a Cajun. What can I say, man? Oh, my God. Always going to go good. Oh, always, well, always going to have fun. I, I, my whole family was that way. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, it's so much fun watching you perform. But I want to get right now, I want to go ahead and get to the title cut from the CD. This is 97 Acres, and we are talking with the Renfries today on Live from Nashville. The sign says 97 acres will divide. Just this side of Dallas. Heading north on 45 And it'd break my father's heart To see that sign If he were still alive Cause that 97 acres Was our family legacy And all daddy had to leave To my two brothers out of the equation All the problems added up so easily 97 acres will divide A family in ways you can't describe And only time will tell how Junior wants to hand it to some land developers. Cut down all the trees and sell them off for lumber first. And I just can't decide which one, though. I'd hate to see the worst. Now Billy says he won't. What good is a farm if there's no money in the week? Like that sign I'm hung up on the fence Between the dollar and the deed 97 acres will divide A family Time will tell how deep, how wide 97 acres will divide Ninety-seven acres will divide Family, a town, a countryside. And there's no way of knowing just how wide 
Seven Acres by the Renfrees, and you know, Andy, you are one of my dearest friends, and we were talking about you as a performer um, when you and, and Ren are on stage. You just come alive. It's just so, it's magical watching you in a live performance, but I want to shine a light on Ren as well, because Ren is the sound engineer. You're the sound engineer for um, Soundcatcher Studios. And you produced this album, didn't you? And engineered it, Ren? Yes, I did. I did. Um, I played all the instruments except for the fiddle, which was taken care of by a dear friend, uh, Myrna Lewis, the barefoot fiddler here in Nashville. And uh, yeah, I I produced it. I am such a fan of your production. I just think that every time I hear one of the songs that you've produced, it's just... The 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 way the thoughtful way that you move through the song and building tension and there is so much in the engineering of a song that I don't think uh, listeners fully understand because they're not understanding it they're feeling it if that makes right. sense. But Very I've true. had an opportunity to record some songs at Soundcatcher and the the favorite my favorite thing about coming into your studio space is feeling like I'm heard, that you guys are listening to me. And we get Andy makes tea. Whenever you book time with Ren, you also get the bonus time, if you're lucky, to have Andy there as well. And the coaching that you guys have done with me vocally, you know, I'm I'm a vocalist and I love singing. But you guys mm-hmm. have been able to pull out of me vocally in the studio um, performances that I didn't know I had in me. And sometimes oh, it's been emotional. Wow. And so, you know, well, we, we listen we, to your music. Go ahead, oh. Ren. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, we love to have you here at the studio and in our home and stuff. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're huge fans of you, too. So, um well, the your vocal quality already is so beautiful. It really isn't that hard to pull a great vocal out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just but thank think you. that thank you, you guys very have... very kind comment. Oh well, thank you, thank you, and um, I just listening to this album as Gary's been listening through the songs. It's just so lovely to have your music playing in our home and just the love and respect we have for y'all. Um, I just, it's been fun to see you as artists as well, kind of moving into a Western Americana um, genre. And um, Mm -hmm. what is that journey? Before we head into the next song, um, Andy, do you want to tell us a little bit about what that journey has been as you kind of feel your way into expanding your genre? Well, ironically, I've been writing Western music since the mid-90s. And in fact, um, 
I just went on a binge of reading Western novels for years and love. I, I just um, I have a fascination and a love for the West that is inexplicable. I don't know why. I just I feel a connection to it. And out of those books came the Buffalo Grass that I wrote in uh, 2002. And before that, I mean, I had written several Western songs, but once I started co-writing more, I pulled away from where my heart was and just followed where the rights led me. And even yeah. though Ren and I have written some more Western-style songs, I've always wanted to go back to that. So I am so happy about it. I, I got to write with Alan Chapman uh, recently, and we wrote a song that I just love. And I got to write uh, with Dan McCorson and write with Sarah Pierce. I'm really excited about writing with people who have similar hearts as, as writers as yeah. I do. It, it's very exciting to me. And you, of course, I mean. Oh, well, thank you. You know, um, it really does take a heart for the Western-themed uh, music because you, you need to have uh, a feel for it, yeah, to be able to authentically write the lyrics. And our next song is a song that reflects the authenticity in your lyrics and your understanding of of the West. This next song that we're going to play is In the Trees. Can you, maybe Ren, can you tell us a little bit about what the thinking is behind this song? Well, it came from the idea of what families back in the Old West, moving, moving West, encountered. And like when they finally found a home to or a spot to build their homestead what that spot looked like and what it needed and you know one of the best benefits of of finding a homestead like that is to find a place that has a grove of trees around it to provide mm-hmm. shelter from wind shelter from sun um building material right. animals water and so that's that's kind of the impetus I think for this song is is the progression of a family moving out west and growing into their property and and living in it through their lives. Well, beautiful. Let's let's listen to in the trees. Hopeful family out to take 
That's in the trees by the Renfries. It's from the album, 97 Acres. And our special guests today for this segment are Andy and Ren Renfrey, good friends of ours. And uh, you were talking uh, just a little bit before this song about the Western genre. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and for folks that don't quite understand what that is, if they're kind of thinking about the old sons of the pioneers or something, uh, Andy, tell us a little bit about what your take is on the Western genre. To me, writing Western music means writing about what's important out there, what what catches your heart, what catches your attention, what catches your your need, um, whether it's water, whether it's trees, whether it's mountains, the work, the work ethic, the freedom out there, the big sky. It, there's something about that space that it just makes you feel so free. It's hard to explain the feeling. Um, I'm, I look forward to spending more time out there. All of the time that I've traveled out there and gone through Utah and um, New Mexico and Colorado, I, I just love it. it. It just calls to my heart. So I really i am anxious to write more stuff about there and just as a side note, I've been writing with Jim Jones since 2011. So well, I've been I'm sorry about in... that. I'm I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. Well, somebody's got to Maybe Jim will be listening to the show. We'll have to make sure he does. Oh God! Uh, oh man! You know, it's He's so funny. I Jim's love that good, guy. Jim's a good fellow. Jim's a good fellow. He really is. Well, this is uh, this is a great album, and uh, uh, to me, Western music is pretty much like just music, but with yep. Western themes. You know, talking about things mm-hmm. that maybe you would see in the West or experience in the West, but there really isn't that much difference uh, in the music today than than. Uh, uh, some other things. I think that's uh, a good reason for it to be placed in the Americana category, I suppose, if you were having to find a category yeah. for it. But Mary Kay says it needs to be a Grammy category. Well, yeah. Pop has gotten woven into so many things now. People want that repetitive, repetitive. To me, there's nothing. It's like sitting in a rocking chair and going on a journey, you know, when you close your eyes. And to me, that's Western music takes me somewhere. Yeah, and let yeah. me understand things that are beyond my realm of experience. Well, Western music took me to my wife, and so I will never complain about <laughs> Western music versus country music. That's true. You know? <laughs> go west, young man. Uh, yeah, go west, young man. And I did, but we came back east, so that was cool. <laughs> well, there is another song that uh, that's on the album Ninety Seven Acres. And by the way, it is so much fun going through these albums. I get I get uh, a lot of CDs that are sent to me, and uh, and some I can go through very quickly and just you know go from song to song. But I really enjoyed the music uh, uh, and the messages from Ninety Seven Acres. So I'm going to encourage people to get it uh, Thank you. first opportunity. We'll talk about how they can do that in just uh, in just a minute. But Ren, this was a song that I really enjoyed, and um, and Mary Kay, I don't think it heard it before. The way she moved me. Tell me about this song. Oh, wow. Well, it's it's funny. This song came about um, 
I was in my studio in Houston and kind of fiddling around with the, my guitar and came up with this really pretty application from um, uh, a, a detuning on my guitar. Um, they, it's called Dadgad, D-A-D-G-A-D. Um, and I came up with this this progression and I ran into Andy's office and I, I said, listen to this. You, you have anything to go with this? And she just happened to have written the lyric the day before. The day before. And wow. the lyric fit perfectly to the song with the exception of one line. That two lines we took out, yeah. And, uh, and other than that, I mean, it just... It was just one of those serendipitous things. Fifteen-minute song. Yeah. yeah, we love that song yeah. too. I I love the progression of the thought in the song. It's so pretty, and Ren's voice on this is like butter. <laughs> yeah. Well, you both have buttery voices. I love both of your voices. <laughs> but this is a this is a super super song for our worldwide audience today. Let's take a listen to the way she moved me. And again, it's from the album. 97 Acres by the Renfries. In the back of the yard on the cinder blocks sits a part of my pre-weaving year. All tattered and weathered and worn Cracks in the vinyl and rust on the gears I still remember the touch of the wheel And St. Christopher's cross on the dash I put too many miles on the engine most of them traveling way too fast I just couldn't let go It's foolishness I know Holding on to some old memories But I'm captured by the thought Of the feeling that I saw in the way she moved me down the hallway of this empty house. Hang pictures of what used to be. Wedding kisses and birthday cakes. And the way she smiled when she looked at me. The touch of her skin And the way her hand Felt in mine She walked out the door one day Left me standing Frozen in time I just couldn't let go It's foolishness I know Holding on to some old memories But I'm captured by the thought Of the feeling that I saw In the way she moved me 
to our show on February 3rd at Millennium Maxwell House. Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I've not told Gary about it yet. <laughs> Good to hear. Here you are, Gary. Good to hear. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> Good to hear. Well, by know, the way, Mary Kay, uh, by the way, Mary Kay, this is live from Nashville, not Nash West Live. So just thought I'd oh, point that out. Nash West Live? How many times do I get that? <laughs> Just don't call late for dinner, you know? That's true. That's true. That's, that is true. No, live from Nashville. Live from Nashville. I'm crazy. Live from anyway. Nashville. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Um, you know, we had mentioned earlier that you guys are kind of moving out west um, in the next few mm-hmm. months. And I, I have felt a lot of personal sadness about this. But as we were going through the music, we thought, oh, we've got to end the show with this. But, you know, the the world is a small place for musicians. We, I really have yes. every – we have every expectation that our friendship will just remain just as strong. We'll see you on the the musical road that we're on. And uh, with sound captures, yep. end with y'all because everything is digital and movable and, and doable from distances. So – um, yeah. before we before we play this last song, can y'all tell us, you know, where is the best place for your new fans from this show to connect with you? 
Well, the, we have a website, which is, is operational, and, and we kind of like it. It's uh, www.renfreeze.com, and that's R-E-N-F-R-E-E-S.com. And there it's got all the information that people would need to find out about us, um, our schedule, our performance schedule. They can buy the CDs uh, that we produce there. Um, if they like the hard copy CDs, that's the best place to get a hold of them. Uh, they can just place an order right there from the website. They can also find us on uh, YouTube Music, iTunes, Facebook, uh, Spotify, all the all the usual suspects for streaming and downloading and stuff. We're out all over the place. So all they have to do is search the Ren Freeze and we'll pop up. Oh, and I encourage both Gary and I encourage everybody to to check out your schedule. Um, definitely get your music. Um, as we listen to the way she moved me, I was thinking about. What a fun album 97 Acres is for a road album. I, I've listened to it on the road, on road trips, and it's really fun on the road. So definitely I'm get that out. you say that because we actually thought of that. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. yeah. It, it, we, we like really driving happy. albums. That's the only time we listen to CDs really is in the car, and it's nice to have something that takes you on the journey. Yeah. Yeah, that was good thinking. Y'all are so smart. Well, it's a great, it's a great, great album, 97 <laughs> Acres. And, again, I'm encouraging everybody to pick that up and also visit their website, therenfreeze.com. Is it the Renfreeze or just Renfreeze.com? Renfreeze.com. Renfreeze.com. No the. And yep. no, no the. No the to it. So it's right. just the no Renfreeze the. today. But, uh, <laughs> but go visit their <laughs> Visit their website, and uh, so you guys are moving a little bit later this year, and uh, and where are you headed? Well, um, it's between Alamogordo and Las Cruces right now, and uh, we're waiting to hear back on a house that we had an inspection done on and see what's happening with that one, so it's so all up in the air right now, well, so... Yep. So New Mexico is the location that yep. the Riffries will be, and one of my favorite places to visit. So, guess who's coming to the Riffries house when they get settled in? Yay! We have a room already. Yay! Yeah, yep. All right, then we always have a room for you back here at Birdsong, Mary Kay's home. We'll be back. So anyway, we'll go back and forth. All right. We're troubadours. Yep. Right. travel. Yep. We love you guys. All right. can't, we'll uh, we'll stay in touch for sure. I look forward to it. Well, we're going to close out this segment with another great song from the album 97 Acres. It's called Las Vegas, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment with Mary Kay on Live from Nashville.
Can you talk about that for a second before we go well, off the air? Well, we're going to the uh, the uh, National Western uh, what's the, Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum for their yeah. Wrangler Awards, and that is going to be taking place the middle of April, I think, April the 15th or 16th for the awards show out there. But, uh, yeah, but this will be the second year that I've been out there with you, but you're a presenter again, and uh, that's because you are a two-time Wrangler Award winner. So bragging on my wife a little bit, but <laughs> such a talented young lady. But uh, it's so much fun going to the Wrangler Awards last year. And, uh yeah meeting so many great people. I, you know, it's kind of cool. We're talking about friends that we have all across the country. And uh, as we're going through the hotel, it's like, you know, I recognize people that are friends with me on social media, and then they recognize me being friends with them on social media. And uh, and it's kind of a neat thing, you know, because you finally get to meet in person and get to visit. So Yeah. Um, so whether it's at the Wrangler Awards in Oklahoma City or whether it's Road to the Horse in Lexington, Kentucky, or wherever it is, it's just really neat to, to run into these people that, that we're friends with and uh, grateful for what we do, whether it be as an entertainer as you are or radio or whatever it is has brought us together with all these folks. But it's just really cool. Well, anything else that you'd like to mention before we say goodbye for today? No, but I, I appreciate you inviting me to be your co-host. I'm enjoying it. I think I'm going to keep you. You're pretty stinking good. <laughs> You're well, pretty stinking thanks good. thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in. All right. Well, we want to invite you to join us for the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America on Thursday, starting at noon Central Standard Time. And you can find that show live at equestrianlegacy.net. You can listen to the podcast of that show and this show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. And I think there are a couple of other podcasts that are carrying us as well. But uh, we really were tickled to have so many folks from around the world listening to the show last week, and we're just grateful for all of our listeners and our friends. But uh, we'll be back next Saturday here with Live from Nashville, and then every Thursday with the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America. And my co-host for those shows is Bobby Bell, and Bobby's been with me for about eight years now as the co-host on that show and going into our, you know, we're actually going into our 11th year with the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. But uh, we we couldn't do it without our audience out there, so we appreciate every one of you. We're going to close the show today with another song from Mr. Bobby Marquez. It's another one from Texas. Mary Kay, I guess I did this because you were born in Austin. Bobby was born out there in in his little town in Texas as well. But it's called She's Not From Texas. We'll see you next week on Live from Nashville. Two-stepping in a honky-tonking Beaumont. And walk the most beautiful girl That 
I had ever seen in my whole life With a smile that was out of this world Right away I knew that she was different When I looked in her eyes I could see Everything on earth I've ever wanted And as we danced it slowly dawned on me She's not from Texas She's from heaven Lone Star Angel sent God above She's not from Texas She's from heaven From the first hello I was so in love We held each other close while the band played We talked and laughed about all kinds of things The magic way we floated round the dance floor Made me sure she must be hiding wings I thanked the man upstairs who sent her to me Even though I knew it was a loan Promised him that I'd take good care of her Till the day she had to go back home She's not from Texas, she's from heaven Lone Star Angel sent God above She's not from Texas, she's from heaven From the first hello, I was so in love Here we go. She's not from Texas. She's from heaven. Lone Star Angel sent God above. She's not from Texas. She's from heaven. From the first hello. I was so in love Yeah, from the first hello I was so 